Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily blog cast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus. Now, we've been talking about the work of the triune God and uh, following these themes in the books of Moses, the books of Genesis, Exodus, and now Leviticus. And the triune God is one who creates, one who redeems, uh, a big word, one who sanctifies or makes holy. And this triune God is, again, always um, uh, attacking the works of the unholy trinity. So the triune God makes all things perfect. He creates all things good. And this unholy trinity comes and corrupts and kills and destroys. He leads us into idolatry, into sin and shame. Uh, He wants to create a a sense of a separation between us and God, alienation, uh, put us into bondage and slavery. Uh, This unholy trinity lies and deceives, and the goal is to create misbelief and unbelief and to lead us into despair. But the triune God is always fighting on our behalf. He is a God who not only creates, but also recreates us in Jesus. He provides for us, he protects us, he shelters us, he gives to us daily bread. Uh, This triune God is the one who redeems, he buys us back. Um, We're in slavery to sin, but he redeems us, he purchases us uh, through uh, the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And we're going to find that the book of Leviticus is that he is also a God who makes us holy. So you see these themes uh, in Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus. Uh, You see it, obviously, in the creation, but also in God then providing for his people in this broken and corrupted and rebellious world. He continues to give life. He continues to provide daily bread, uh, to sustain and defend, to lead and guide, and always to remind his people that he is among them, that he is with them. You see it in Exodus, God literally redeeming his people out of bondage and slavery. And we've talked about how the Exodus is really the story of uh, the fulfillment uh, found in Jesus of the real freedom from slavery, slavery from sin and death, Uh, the real um, being brought out of that bondage that the Lamb of God the blood of that Lamb of God is, is shed and it is put on the wood of the cross and the angel of death passes over us. And so this God is, uh, is for us and against our, our foes. Now in Leviticus, we're going to find that, um, again, God makes covenant promises with his people, but we, like the Old Testament uh, saints, are rebellious people. And he wants to bring us back into relationship with himself. He wants to... Uh, forgive us, cleanse us, make us holy, bring us into the family, uh, adopt us. Um, And so this triune God wants to work uh, in us and to give to us all of the the promised work of Jesus. And so in Exodus chapter 31, God says to the Israelites, he says, you must observe my Sabbaths. They will be a sign between me and and you for the generations to come, so you may know that I am the Lord. And then this phrase, I am the Lord who makes you holy. I'm the Lord who makes you holy. So we don't um, make ourselves holy. We're made holy by the active work 
of a triune God. Another way you could say this is um, uh, we receive the holiness of another. We receive the holiness of Jesus. So there's a, a active work, and that's God's work towards us. He is the one who makes us holy, and we receive it. Uh, we receive the holiness of Jesus. So the message of the prophets, you'll find all then throughout the Old Testament scriptures, is God is holy, uh, but you are a rebellious people. You are unclean. You are uh, unholy. You have not kept the covenant. Repent. Repent. Turn from your sin. Acknowledge your sin. Receive then the forgiveness of, of sins. Rejoice in that. And then the cycle, again, regrettably is repeated because we are rebellious in heart. But always, you could say, maybe the, the rhythm of the Christian life is repent, receive, rejoice, repeat. Repent from your sins, acknowledge them, receive the works of Jesus, rejoice in that, and then examine your life again. And we repeat that all throughout uh, this life as you know, using the image as we are aliens and strangers wandering in this world and uh, one day being led to the promised land. Now we call this uh, the great exchange. Second Corinthians chapter 5 uh, gives us a wonderful picture of this. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So there's this picture here of both the active and the passive, right? God making us holy and we receiving that holiness through faith, uh, receiving the works of Jesus. God made him who had no sin. So the perfect God, the perfect law giver, also takes on human flesh and becomes the perfect law keeper. Perfect in every way, without sin. And the, the Father makes this one who knows no sin, Jesus, to be sin for us, so that in him we might then become the righteousness of God. Hebrews 2 speaks of this, uh, this one we know as Jesus and um, describes him as our brother, the one who takes on human flesh, the one who is holy, but the one who also makes us holy. So here are the words, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 11. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. <laughs>